Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 401-737-1287, Southern New England Sports Original, 1037, WEEI. All right, hour two of the Martin Kitchen Show, 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Uh, Devo, get that guy back on the line. The guy who called to criticize our show, we would welcome with open arms on the air. Okay, if he does that again, you tell him that he is going to come on the air or else we're going to talk about, um, you know, his perspective and we're going to criticize him for not wanting to come on the air and to make comments, okay? So just do that next time. You got it. Thanks, baby. Um, listen, Mookie Betts returns last night. Um, I was doing a lot of thinking, Kitch, about the Mookie Betts thing this year, or this week, I guess. And okay. look, obviously, I would have loved to have still had him. My take on it is I still don't think it was a mistake. However... The mistake to me was the Red Sox not going after enough of the type of players that you need to bring in if you're going to try to replace a guy at the level of Mookie Betts, i.e. Adam Duvall, Masataka Yoshida. Those are the type of guys that you need to live with if you're going to try to replace Mookie Betts. Um, Kyle Schwarber, that level of player, not bring back Jackie Bradley Jr., bring back Travis Shaw, bring in... Eric Hosmer, bring in Corey Kluber. That is not the way to live if you're trying to replace Mookie Betts. On top of the fact that when they traded Mookie Betts, they didn't get nearly enough pitching prospects in return. You didn't that's, get, I think, you didn't get nearly enough. I'm sorry. Like, Verdugo, he's a fine player. Right. He's a fine player. He'll never be an all-star. I, I know people earlier this year thought he, he had a chance to kind of sniff at all-star. He'll never be an all-star. He went two months without hitting a home run. Yeah, I mean he's not tough. that good. Yeah. And, but and he wasn't even like the prize out of it. The prize was supposed to be Jeter Downs. Ugh. That was supposed to be the prize. And what'd you get? Nothing. He's not on the team anymore. I don't even think he has a job right now in he's baseball. He's with the Nationals. Okay, I take that back. He's with the Nationals. <laughs> so he's with a team that's irrelevant too. The thing about look, the Red Sox. It's just not – they've had too many situations where one part of their roster has let them down. 
And I understand that Mookie Betts, and we can talk about this because I do want to bring this up, mm-hmm. but the stars do help, obviously, in the regular season. In the, in the playoffs, it's a crapshoot. Steve Pierce wins MVP, David Murphy or Daniel Murphy, whatever his name was for the Mets, takes over. Kike Hernandez in 21 was on a different planet. That's what happens in the playoffs, and you never know. But you got to get there. And if you're not going to re-sign the big star, you cannot go bargain basement, black hole at different positions, especially if you're the Boston Red Sox. And I think that was the big mistake. They didn't get enough of the Adam Duvall-level players. Forget about the superstar bets. All right, he's gone. You didn't get enough of Duvall. You didn't get enough to Yoshida. Those level of guys that can come in and produce, maybe not to a superstar level, but produce. And that's where they went wrong, on top of the pitching being what it is. And, you know, you had your guy in there. Pavetta's been pretty good this year overall out of that role, and he just he let you down well, last night. And, now, and it, Okay, go ahead. Finish your point. I was just going to say there is still time, but, you know, you, every time it looks like they have an opportunity where they can see something – they let you down, and it, it, there's no reason to think that's going to change. Well, and they also fall to the pandering trap too much. Okay, we boofed on the John Lester negotiation, so we're going to go out and get David Price. David Price, ultimately, all things considered, was fine. Not like ace, true, Cy Young contending type of guy, certainly when he was in Boston. At no point, really. But he was fine. But you overreacted because you screwed up the Lester. You misevaluated Lester. I think we all like Rafael Devers. He should not be the guy you've paid over the last couple of years. You you screwed up on the Mookie situation, whether that's not signing him early enough, getting him on a, a more comfortable deal for you, or not trading him for better a better package. You screwed that up. And now you're paying Devers, who's a good player. He's not Mookie Betts. Devers is a good player offensively. He's not a good player defensively. Maybe he's eventually a DH. And DH isn't worth what you're paying Rafael Devers. You overreacted because you screwed up another one, and you signed up a guy long-term who's probably not really worth it. We like Devers. Again, we like him. He's good. He's not great. He's certainly not great. He's not your next David Ortiz, that true middle-of-the-order you know, overwhelming impact guy. He's good. Not great. You let greatness go. And then you overpay for good. Why did you bother even paying Devers? Why don't you just trade him and get a good package? If you're going to build this kind of weird journeyman roster that you've got going on right now, why do you even have him? Well, yeah, and that goes into the question why you brought in guys like Justin Turner who are you know, seemingly the, the final piece of the puzzle of a championship type of team, especially at his age, when you weren't going to do that here. And, and if you were, if your projections came out that you weren't going to make the playoffs anyway, why did you keep him? Right. The Marlins were him? sniffing around. Marlins wanted him. Why'd you keep him? It didn't make any sense. And I just, you know. It, it just... reeks of no real plan. That's the problem. They, they never were able to, at this juncture, and it doesn't even matter, Ben, because if there was a plan, whatever the plan was, needed to happen before we got to five years in to the High and Bloom era. And it hasn't happened, okay? Because I can't tell you what their direction is, what they're trying to do, what they're looking for, 
who's who's next up who are they relying on any of those things it doesn't i can't tell you about because whenever they get something right they get another thing wrong and it's just always not good enough it always comes back to the middle and i give them credit they battled in a tough division this year but it's not going to be good enough and it's like well then what are we doing here because this is where you know we should this is where it needs to be at at worst as the boston reds like this is where they should be on their worst year you know 68 and 60 in fourth place and it's a tough division that's the worst it should get and it's it's been much worse than that but I just feel like if, if you're going to go for it or if you're going to try to find a way dating back to 2020 and replacing Mookie Betts, you've got to do it. And, and they're a step behind because they got rid of, they let uh, Xander Bogarts go, but then they bring in Yoshida. Okay. They bring in Duvall. They find a way to bring in those players that do okay in helping you replace Bogarts. But what about Betts? You never really fi- you never really filled that gap. You know what I mean? So that's I feel like in part why they're still behind the eight ball. Yeah, and you just keep bringing in lesser talent. You know, you we all knew when they signed Trevor Story what that was. We knew it at the time. That means Xander's gone. Yeah, we knew that. So you paid a guy a little less money than Xander was going to make, and he's not nearly as good. He's a little bit better defensively. He's not better offensively, and he's hurt. Constantly. Yeah, and there, and there really hasn't been anything to say for the farm system. I mean, that's why Hyam Bloom is brought in. Okay, and Jared, we talked about who Dombrowski guys are and blah, blah, blah. There has been nothing that we've seen from the farm, whether that's been in a trade where you, you traded some of the good draft picks or the good prospects to get a guy or one of those guys that you drafted came up and really made an impact. And I get you have to wait and it takes time. But I haven't seen anything happen. And again, this is the Boston Red Sox. We can't wait seven, eight years. You've got to make it happen sooner rather than later. And it hasn't. And now I'm impatient. And now I don't feel like I could be patient anymore. It has to happen. It's not happening. And they don't have the guys. They don't have the dudes. We've seen this year in and year out for 100 years in baseball. If the guys are really that good, the minors, they're up here by the time they're 22. You know, none of this, he's, he's, you know, he's getting his first crack at 25, 26. Don't tell me that guy's any good. He couldn't do it for years in the minors. He couldn't claw his way through the minors to get up and get a crack until he's 25, 26. I'm not going to believe in that guy. I'm not going to believe in that guy. Let's talk to Ralph and Cranston on the Red Sox. Hey, Ralph. Uh, then, look, this is a fabulous show. I love it. I listen to it every Saturday morning. You know, you're never going to please everyone. We oh, we we don't care to please everyone. I did, I would have had fun bringing that guy on. I, I know. I wish he wanted like. I, yeah, listen, but I don't if think you hate us. It. Whatever, we I don't think care. He deserves to be cut off. I, I don't. I, we don't want to hear him. The people that are loyal to your show. You know what? Don't listen if you don't like it. But anywho. Yeah, Ralph, you, you know, tell him. I love Ralph. <laughs> ben, Ben, you're right about Devers. Yeah, he isn't the end all player. He isn't this great complete player. But after losing Bogats and Betts, they were backed into a corner with sure. it. They had no choice. I and mean, if you lost Devers too. There was going to be an outcry of, you know what, this is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Now, Mark, you mentioned something, too, about uh, first you've said the Patriots, then you said the Red Sox. These two teams seem to be running it the same way. They don't go after this premier talent. Like, I thought the Patriots should have absolutely went after Hopkins, but he's an offensive player, too, and they don't do that. But the Red Sox do it the same way. Now, I'm not saying just go out and spend money. The Mets proved that, 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 that disaster this year, that that's not how you do it. 
And, uh, you know, previous callers said, well, the Patriots don't spend enough money. Well, it's, it's how you spend it, too, Mark, as you had said previous. You know, spending money is good if you're going to bring in the right players. You know, but I just can't see it the way these two teams are running this team because, I mean, we know what Bloom's going to do. They have, what, the fifth-rated, uh, most highly-rated farm system right now, and that's what they want to do. It's going to take time. They want to just keep bringing up rookies and hoping that works. But I don't know if this team is done ever at the at the deadline, the trade deadline, going out and get that really good player, no matter what he costs, to put them over the top, Mark, as you said. I, I don't think the Patriots do it either. You know, I just I, they're running it, their teams the same way. To me, it's not, it doesn't work in this in this market. You know, we don't want to see that. You know, but whatever. Thanks for the call, no, Rob. It, it, go, it goes right. to what I was saying about the Patriots, Ben, and how every year with Belichick, it has seemed like there is a reason to be aggressive, whether it's like I said, you have the quarterback, the best quarterback in the league, help him out, go nuts, have some fun, be aggressive. Or his career's coming to a close, you still got some good years, maximize those good years, be aggressive. Or my career is coming to a close, be aggressive. Yeah, and stop the worrying Red about Sox, your ego so much. That That's in place every year with the Red Sox because of the salary cap structure and the market and the amount of money they have. So there's no reason to be cheap or to not be aggressive in going after talent. Year in and year out, you can do it. There's no So I can't accept anything less just based on what you're doing. And credit to Baltimore, credit to Tampa, who's won nothing, by the way, Tampa, even though they're good every year, they've won nothing. And now their best players gone. They were good, they won nothing. Okay, that's proven. They're effective strategies that ultimately win nothing. So you have that data. Go The analytics and the nerds, go feast on that. I just don't understand. If you're Baltimore, Kitsch, it feels like you have to be perfect. You have to draft perfect. You have to call guys up at the perfect time in order to win that way. You're the Red Sox. You don't need to be that way. And, and that it wasn't that wasn't always the case with Baltimore too. They used to be. They used to bring in guys. Remember, brought in Roberto Alomar. Oh yeah, I mean, best second best second baseman of my lifetime. Um, no, I know, but since like 2000, for some reason, they just made themselves into a small market team. Red Sox, they're just too reactionary. They they want to play it safe, and then they over overreact to their dumb mistakes. And when the the stop listening to the fans so much, stop listening to the media so much. If you have a plan and you feel right about your plan, stick with it. Stick with it. It's just if you have the money. I mean, I, I look at it this way. If you if you're a team that's smart enough or, or a general manager or whatever, that's smart enough to find players that help you win like the Rays win, mm-hmm. do it. Find them and start winning like the Rays win, where they're in the playoffs every year seemingly and in the World Series, despite the fact they don't have a high payroll. If you don't think you have that capability, then freaking pay for guys. And, go, and when Shohei Otani goes onto the market, bid on him. Go for him because you don't think so. You can make the argument either way. If you're the Red Sox, you should be going after those guys because you can either supplement like the old Red Sox that we yearn for, supplement the analytics and those types of players, the Moneyball players with the stars, or please never say Moneyball again. It ne- it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. It's but been a it, failure. No, no, no. But it did work. The, the my favorite Moneyball was. You know, I think of the 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 that banner moment for Moneyball to me was the Nomar trade. You know what I mean? 
You get rid of a star and you bring in pieces that complement the stars you had on the team perfectly and help you win. You didn't need, you know, that was the perfect money ball. Not building a team that way. Yeah, but at that point, Nomar, let's be real. We all love Nomar. He was your fifth guy, realistically. Pedro, Schilling, Manny, Ortiz. Even at that point, Ortiz was, you know, through 03 and the first half of 04, Ortiz was definitely better. Nomar was your fifth guy. But, but I'm just I mean, it's it's obviously different. It's obviously different. Who who did they get in that Nomar trade? Do you remember? It was Orlando Cabrera. It was, it was, McKay, was there one other guy? Uh, I think there was, but that that's the core of it. Right okay. There. It was Orlando Cabrera. Minkiewicz came in for so, defensive help every now and again. But and I know it's not the same at all. But I'm just thinking Nomar, Minkiewicz, Cabrera. Then you have Betts, Verdugo, Downs. Ugh. It's not the same, but clearly the best player overall in that trade was Nomar, and you let him go. Okay, so when I say money ball, I'm thinking of that's the type of player you needed. The fit was better for that moment on that team. Yeah, but I don't think that's a money ball thing. I think that was more of a, you have this disgruntled guy who's not as good as he used to be, who's kind of being a pain in the ass and opting to sit down, and hey, Jeter's playing, and Jeter's diving into the stands. And he... I hate using this phrase, but I think they kind of viewed him as, you know, that C word in the clubhouse. Yeah. So I'm going to just what I'm saying is it's not just about spending the big bucks, Mets, Yankees since 2003. You have to have capability with the analytics and doing that type of homework. But I'm just saying there's never not a reason to spend. You can't just spend. Because if you're incompetent with the analytics, you're not going to get it done. Because like I just said, we have examples all across Major League Baseball of teams having stars but not being able to supplement them. Whether it's the Mets, like I just said, or the Angels with Otani and Trout, or even the Dodgers. All these stars they've had, they've won one World Series during a COVID year. And I think we should be clear about something, too. You know, when we talk about money, that's not we're not putting that all on ownership. You know, yes, ownership ultimately in both sports has to pay. But part of your job, Bill Belichick, part of your job, High and Bloom, is to convince them to spend. That's a major, major part of your job. Right. So you don't get a wash just because it says, well, ownership doesn't want to spend. Nope. Part of your job is to get them to do it. It's managing up. It's what happens in every corporation, every business across the world. That's a major part of your job is to convince them to spend. Because they're the owner. They're not going to necessarily want to. They're going to take as much out of it as they can. That's what they do. Your job, Bill, your job, Hiam, your job, Brad Stevens, whomever, is to convince them. Convince them to open up their wallets. I don't think, I mean, Hiam Bloom's perceived strengths are critical to winning in baseball, Major League Baseball today. I believe that. The problem is you have to marry it. And I'm not just saying spend wildly. Obviously, the Chris Sale contract was a disaster. I thought the the last contract Dustin Pedroia got was kind of a disaster. So you need to be able to be smart about what you're spending on. But you have to be able to supplement. You can't just win with the analytics and with the money ball. That's been proven. Since 2002 was when this all started, the money ball thing. That's been proven. So you and it was bullcrap then because you already had three pitchers who were dominant, three Cy Young caliber guys. Right. So I don't want to hear about it. It's not like you scrapped. You you lost Giambi and you lost Damon and you you did a decent enough job replacing those, but you had three twenty game winners take the mound for you, and then Chad Bradford. Like you had 
talent there. I don't want to hear the, the money ball thing. It's a bunch of nonsense. It's a bunch of crap. But I'm just saying it's not all about the high payroll. No, all, but okay. Both of those things are true. Yeah. Both of those things are true. It's not all about that high payroll. Rarely does that work out. But you know what? That still works out more than the money ball approach does. It still works out more. There, there's just very few, more often than not, there is not a good explanation as to why you shouldn't spend on that great player. Again, you can make arguments, you know, you can say different things, but more often than not, if you're able to be efficient in the, you know, with your prospect pipeline, you sh- you should still be spending if you have the capability. The key is a lot of the teams with the capability to spend are spending, but they're not efficient enough building a team. And that's why they don't win. You've got to be efficient building the team with all the prospects and the analytics and using all that. But you also have to be aggressive and spend. And that's where we feel like the Red Sox are coming up short unnecessarily. All right, we got to go to break. we got to get it trending. Um, more on this when we get back. More Patriots. Uh, Celtics thought is the Martin Kitchen Show 103.7 WEI. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 